Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to a new episode of Simply Empowered, a podcast that discusses real-life issues that teens face every day and how to conquer them. I'm your host, Madeline Sang, and with me today is Liv, an up-and-coming singer who recently dropped her new single, Let Me Go, written by Tavia Grubbs and David Maimone. I'm so excited to dive into today's topic, authenticity. For those of us who don't know, Liv, tell us about yourself and your background in music. So I started getting into music and like singing and I think second grade. And so that was just, I was singing in talent shows at school. And then I finally got my first music teacher, I think beginning of second grade. And so I stayed with the same music teacher up until my going into my junior year of high school. And so my junior year is really when I started to like get into music, like more professionally. And so for my first music lesson, I brought in a song and I started singing it and it just was not working. And my teacher was like, I don't think this is you. And it was Rise Up by Andre Day, I think. And he just said like, this is not you. Like the song is beautiful, but it doesn't suit your voice. And I was like, yeah, you're right. This isn't sounding good. And so he was like, here, let me just try something. And so he just started like playing piano and it was super drawn out. And he just like, come in whenever you want, lay it out exactly the way you want it. Don't try and mimic the way she did it. And once I started doing that, I started realizing that I don't have to sing the way the singer wrote the song if I want to cover something. And so that's when we really started like discovering my style and the way I like to sing. And so as like my lessons went on over the course of my junior year, my teacher was like, Liv, you need to do something because really your lessons don't have a point if you're not doing anything with it. So he pushed me to do a cover. And so he's like, okay, let's have the cover finished by June of 2020. And I was like, okay, that's a good idea. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and that obviously put a little bit of a stop to our project, but we still worked on it. We did Zoom lessons and we just were being safe with it. And then he had introduced me earlier on in the year to David Maimone. And David Maimone got me in contact with this beautiful and wonderful singer-songwriter Tavia Grubbs. And so when COVID hit, I had been going through a hard season and my music teacher was like, let's get you in contact with Tavia. I think you need to do something with your music. I think that would help you. And so I got on a phone call with Tavia and we just talked about my life and things that had been going on. And she was sort of like, the conversation was going steady. And then she was like, is there anything currently going on that you have, like you're struggling with? And so we talked about a current issue I was facing. And she was like, this is a really cool topic because it still isn't resolved. And so she thought that was a really cool thing to write about because it still had like, it was still being written basically. So during that phone call is basically when we discussed what Let Me Go would be about. And so after that, we had it written and then we called again and we discussed a few minor details. We talked about like my feelings on certain moments that had happened and just we got little moments to put in the song, like specific details. And so then finally we got the demo for the song. And after we got the demo, we recorded it twice. We recorded it once in Escondido and then we recorded it again in L.A. And after that, we did the video and then we released it in October. Wow, that's such an amazing story, especially like your journey from like starting with something that you thought you were supposed to be doing with how you're supposed to sound. And then you kind of really 
from what I've heard, I actually listened to your music probably on repeat a few days ago, actually. It sounds so genuine. It's literally, well, if it's really that significant to you, it really sounds like you put like your heart or your person on paper and or on, by song. And I think that's something really amazing and beautiful. Um, you described how you changed your style so that fits your voice. So how would you describe your singing style right now? Um, right now, I think it's, it's, I don't think Let Me Go is right, is this style, but my style right now, I'd say, is probably like a mix between folk and like pop music. And that's just the way that my music teacher and I have started to describe it as like folk pop because mm-hmm. there's really no other way to describe it. <laughs> but Let Me Go, I think it's definitely more on the pop side. I wouldn't consider it something in the folk genre, but definitely in the modern like pop music. Yeah, well, I'm really excited to see like what you do in the future with your folk pop style because definitely a fan and I definitely want to hear more of it. Yeah, so, I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, so before we go like deeper into our topic of authenticity, I want to ask, I know that Let Me Go has like certain emotional significance for you. You mentioned that before in your answer, but are there any lyrics that really resonate with you if you don't mind sharing? Um, I think that the words like in the song I said, um, you said that it's all right when I needed space and you only wanted what's best for me. And I think that that really resonated with me because it was exactly how I felt. Like I realized that this person would work hard for me. And if I needed space, that was okay. And like the space was necessary. And I realized that someone who's willing to wait for you to be okay with your situation is someone that you need to keep in your life. Wow, that's just good advice in general and like just such amazing lesson to learn. So you said you worked with um, Tavia, is it? Tavia, yeah, you worked with Tavia, Tavia in um, that singing songwriting section. So were you involved in the songwriting process as well besides that or? Um, I think they were the, Tavia and David were the ones who pretty much wrote the song. I was just the one to give like my personal input on my situation. And so basically, yeah, the songwriting was done, majority of it was written by Tavia and David. And then it was just me giving my personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Well, you did an amazing job with it, obviously. I feel like I know a lot of people who actually listen to it, they love it too. So, you know, that's really great. Um, yeah. I hate to sound like an English teacher here because school, but what do you think the theme of Let Me Go is? If you could summarize it maybe in a sentence or a few words. I think that the theme would probably be growing up and like learning that change is okay and it's okay to be afraid of change, but to just let it happen. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's like some really good like life lessons too, if you think about it, like not necessarily freaking out or like, well, just like letting yourself go through those changes because that's, those things are inevitable. And I think that once you come to acceptance, once one comes to acceptance with that, it provides a new output or viewpoint on life that prepares us for the future. It doesn't make us feel like afraid of what's going to happen next. Yeah, exactly. And then with like college coming and like growing up, especially like having to prepare for that is crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like college is, oh my gosh, I applied to a few schools a while back and it's just so crazy to think that in a matter of six months now we're going to be like full-on like adults almost on our own unless we do have parental support it's just oh my gosh yeah it's crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. Final question related to this song and we'll go really deep into authenticity. So besides like Tavia and um, David, do you have any singers, songwriters that you look up to or are inspired by? Um, Billie Eilish has been like a super great role model for me as well as like Taylor Swift has also been one. And then John Mayer is like my favorite singer probably of all time. I absolutely adore his music. And so those are just the people that I've like looked up to and like Billie Eilish, I've learned over the course of like the past year, she has like pretty much perfect pitch, I think. And so she is just like incredible. And so she like inspires me to like keep working harder to like get better at like the little details in my music. Mm-hmm, for sure. So speaking of that, I know I said this is the last question related to music, but I have one more. So do you consider yourself to be a more technical singer then? Or do you like go off of like more intuition, would you say? Um, I think that I definitely require a lot of direction when it comes to like the technical parts, especially because I don't play any instruments, which I think has definitely um, been a challenge for me, especially with music. So I definitely don't think... I know the most about technical pieces. I know enough, but I definitely think that I require a lot of help when it comes to the technical things. I see. Well, I mean, the fact that you're singing and like doing this in public, you're published something, it's amazing in and of itself, you know, like I couldn't imagine having like the courage to share something. It's like something so raw and yet like so genuine and personal to you yeah all while singing which is another aspect of performance so I'm just saying mad props to you all right thank you Mm -hmm. so let's go into the topic now I'm really excited to discuss this especially since we both are seniors and it's like it's like almost done growing up growing up or at least part of it so when you first hear the word authenticity what comes to mind Um, I think that like being true to yourself and then just like remembering who you are and where you've been is like a huge part of like being authentic and like authenticity. For sure. I totally agree with that, like meaning of authenticity. I think for me, I also see it as a way of not forgetting where you came from, like remembering your roots, like you said, and um, remembering that all of these experiences, they make up who we are some more than others, of course, but that's really good. Awesome. So in a world, aka social media, where everything is liked, shared, and commented on, it's pretty easy to build like a certain persona that we think fits what everyone should be. Kind of like how you were with, how you felt like you were with um, trying to fit into that song when you started. But what's your personal experience with being true to yourself and genuine? It can be in songwriting and in like uh, songs and singing, or it can be just your personal life. I think that like when I first started doing like my new lessons, like with my new teacher, um, I started realizing that I wanted to be someone else with my voice. Like I did not like my voice. I constantly was trying to have a different sound. And I was comparing myself to all these people around me who had this very soulful R&B sound that I, I loved and I wanted to have so badly, but it just wasn't my voice. I didn't have the agility in my voice to be able to do that. So when I started doing my lessons, I realized that and my teacher noticed it right away. He had noticed it for a long time before that, but he sort of taught me how to be okay with my voice and how to like not base what I thought my talent was on like what other people said about me. Cause a lot of the time I would base, like if someone complimented me, I would take that as like, Oh my gosh, I'm finally good. But if someone didn't compliment me or if they said something a little like as like critique, I would take it as like, Oh my gosh, I'm awful. Like I should never sing again. And so I had to like learn 
that people's opinion on my voice does not make make or break my talent. And so I started thinking, I had to like remind myself that not everyone loves Billie Eilish. Not everyone loves Taylor Swift. And it's just all based on people's opinions and you need to learn to be okay with other people's opinions, even if they're not exactly what you wish. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's something I'm still learning and something that I have to be okay with. And so I'm trying not to fit in the mold of what I think is like sounds perfect. Yeah, that's like such... That's really inspiring to hear, actually, because I never thought about it in terms of like singing songwriting. I'm obviously not a singer, but I feel like that can apply to so many other things. You know, like um, if you were playing sports, you could compare yourself to a certain athlete or anything. You know, the fact that comparison is probably the most dangerous thing for some people's mental health. It's just it's terrifying to think about. But the good thing is we can actually have a lot of control or I would say input into who we are, who we build ourselves up to be. And so I'm really glad to hear about your journey with that. So let's talk about COVID-19 and the past nine months. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, It's kind of crazy to think about. It's already been nine months like COVID. It's changed everything. So the past nine months have been super polarizing. It led to a lot of friendships and relationships being strained. Like I've seen it over social media, the way that people post or comment. And so those like friendships and relationships are being strained due to like a difference in beliefs. And so I've heard from like several people from both sides of the political spectrum express that they're afraid to voice what they truly believe due to fear of like being attacked for their beliefs or like what they believe, what their fundamental morals are. So where do you think we can draw the line between like being genuine and expressing your, um, your personal beliefs, whether they be political or religious, moral, and having tact in conversations with those who disagree with you? I mean, I try to be as factual as I possibly can, do as much research as I can. And so I just try to be tolerant. And when I notice that someone's opinion on a topic is due to misinformation or just sheer ignorance, I try to give them the facts that I can. And what you believe right now isn't necessarily factual. And I try to give the facts that I have. And if that doesn't change their opinion on the topic, that's not anything that I can do about it at that point. And so I just try to be as kind and as genuine as I can about what I believe and just give all the facts that I can, because I try to make sure that everything I believe in, I can have facts behind and like support why I believe what I do. Yeah, for sure. So on the flip side of that, I guess, um, when you're the one expressing what you believe, you do say you could go off facts, which is actually really good because otherwise there is so much potential for misinformation. So how do you um, stand up for if Like you see someone like this just blatantly doing that. Like, how would you approach that? Because I think that's some like good life advice that some people can have. I know I need to learn about how to peacefully or like very patiently approach those things. So how would you introduce those things? Like give me a hypothetical example or something. Well, like I've just noticed, especially there's a lot of misinformation surrounding COVID Mm -hmm. that really like makes me upset, especially because I come from a medical family. Mm -hmm. So like I have heard all of the possible things about everything you could imagine about COVID. And so when I notice someone spreading misinformation, especially like in person, this is like the scenario I'm thinking of. I'll try to say like, you know, like that's actually not, there's no facts to back that up. Like someone said, if someone to say, oh, well, COVID-19 tests aren't accurate. It's like, well, we don't know hundred percent if they're accurate because the tests had to be made so fast. 
And so we won't know the complete accuracy for a while. And so I just try to like go about it very gently and not be super harsh about it because in the end, a lot of the time it could be due to misinformation or hearing something you heard on Facebook or Instagram. It's not always a hundred percent factual. So you need to make sure you're doing your research. And so I just always try to tell people like, make sure you're looking these things up and going from a factual resource. Don't go off of some weird website you found on Google. <laughs> right. Otherwise, yeah, so many people, it's sad how information has been kind of warped to fit certain genders, both on both sides, really. And so it's good that you're sticking to the facts and also like approaching in a very patient and kind way. I think that's the best way to persuade people and work with them. All right. Final question. So as we've said before, we're both seniors in high school. Yikes. Um, and I'm sure we look back to our freshman selves. I know I definitely do. And there's probably some things that we wish we did differently or learned earlier. So what are some of those things for you? It doesn't have to be about authenticity, but you know. Um, I think that I've learned over the past couple years that it's okay to say no. And I think that my freshman and sophomore year, I was so scared to say no to people. And like, I just basically did anything anyone would tell me because I was so scared to say no to them and hurt their feelings. And so now I've learned that like if you, someone's doing something or someone's pushing you to do something you don't want to do, you can say no and you don't have to feel bad for it. Mm -hmm. Like peer pressure is so real. And I think that because I've learned to say no, I feel like I learned to say no at such, because I didn't learn to say no, learning it so fast has made me so like, now I know that when someone's saying something to me or trying to get me to do something, I can be like, no, I'm not doing that. And I think that that's something that I really had to learn and I'm still learning how to do it, but it's been a struggle to like learn how to do that, especially now that I'm older. Yeah, for and sure. And then I've but. also learned to like not let people walk all over me and to like say something that needs to be said. Because again, like my freshman and sophomore year, I would let people say bad things about me or let people like bully me or just be mean to me. And I would just let it happen because I was scared to affect the friendship. And so I was like, now I've learned to like say what needs to be said. And I'm still learning to find like a healthy balance between being kind and saying what needs to be said to someone. And so I think that that's really important, especially because I feel like as you're younger, you when you're younger, you feel like you need to be nice to everyone. But like sometimes you need to tell someone like what you did hurt me or what you're doing is wrong. And so I feel like I definitely have learned that over the past two years and it's definitely helped me out. Yeah, for sure. I think that both of those examples that you gave me just shows me how much of a stronger person you are now. And I, I want to say I'm personally really proud of you. And that's really awesome. And I think for our younger listeners or people that maybe haven't heard that yet, I think this is your sign. This is your sign. Stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. Because what I kind of got from that is that if your friends can't really accept you for who you are, the fact that you're not comfortable with doing certain things and they're not really the best of friends. And so with yeah. that is just know your own value, right? Because without that, you're not going to be able to do anything independently. And so, yeah, knowing your own worth, I think is the lesson you can take away from this. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Liv. It's such a blessing talking with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was such a cool experience. I've never oh, done anything like this. Really? You're natural, no. honestly, I promise. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
That was Live on Authenticity. You can listen to our new single, Let Me Go, on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube, which is coming soon. So please remember while this podcast is meant to empower individuals and help them learn how to respond to difficult times in an emotionally healthy way, this is not professional advice. If you know someone who needs further help and advice, please consult a licensed professional. This is Madeline Sang, your host for Simply Empowered, a podcast for teens by teens. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts at Simply Empowered. Be sure to share it with your friends if you know someone who needs to hear this advice. And thank you so much to our listeners and supporters for tuning in. And I hope you all have an empowered day.